Welcome to this episode of the Middle Market Growth Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Katie Mulligan, Content Director with ACG. My guest today is Chris Martin, a partner at Twinbrook Capital Partners, who joins me to talk about the current state of the middle market and to share his perspective as a lender on working with borrowers and private equity sponsors as they navigate the evolving macroeconomic environment. Twinbrook is also the sponsor of today's episode. Chris, thank you for joining me. Hi, Katie. Thanks for having me. So I spoke with your Twinbrook colleague, Pete Notter, about the state of the market at the beginning of the year, but of course, quite a bit has changed since then. With that in mind, can you start, Chris, with an update on where we are today and what activity has looked like through the first half of 2022? You know, a lot of ways we're in a very different market and different situation than we were in March. A, a, a fair amount has changed just given the macroeconomic picture, most of it being driven by the equity markets being down in correction territory for the last you know, several months here. That, that doesn't have an immediate impact in our market, the, the lower middle market where we tend to transact the most, but it does tend to trickle down over time. And so we're, we're sitting here today with a lot, of, a lot of people wondering where things are headed. You know, uncertainty can lead to caution. But overall, I would say the first half of this year was a really strong year, both from an add-on perspective within portfolios, but also from new LBO activity. And that's comparing to a really robust year in 2021. That was the theme of the year last year. It was a you know, very hot market with record um, transactions coming out of the pandemic. I mean, some of it was delayed from 2020 being a year of, of shutdowns, both from a deal standpoint and from a you know life standpoint. But you know, it continues to be on track so far this year with you know, frankly, some some questions about what the second half of 2022 is going to look like. And the focus on macroeconomic issues like the labor market, supply chain, inflation, and others, that's continued to intensify over the past few months. Um, so with that in mind, how would you describe the current market environment and, and what impact are some of these macro issues having on the mid-market specifically? Yeah, I, I think it's on a... The way to think about it is on a industry by industry basis. Um, some industries have been hit much harder from some of the inflationary uh, impacts than others. I mean, a lot of it, like you had mentioned, is on the labor side here in the U.S. continues to be a major problem. So we're looking at industries that are typically able to pass along those, you know, price increases both from a fuel and a labor and a supply chain perspective. And so I think that the transactions you're going to see, the new transactions you're going to see in the market today are, are largely going to be less impacted by those forces. And those are still out there. There's a lot of you know, high margin uh, family owned businesses that are still interested in transacting in this environment because we, we are at an elevated you know, uh, enterprise value perspective you know, today than we were historically. So there's still you know, good reason for for groups to transact, just like there have been over you know, many years. It doesn't always have to be you know, record-breaking enterprise values. But what we're seeing today is, is you know, some pullback in the, in the markets where you know, they just need to figure out you know, where the long-term trend is going to be. But others, you know, it's business as usual. Mm-hmm. And you, you touched on this a little bit earlier, but was hoping you could expand on how mid-market companies are faring as a whole and and how some of the macro factors we've been talking about are impacting these businesses in particular. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think for, for our market, the private equity sponsors we work with are, are very focused on high margin, high value add businesses where they can, you know, be a compelling force to drive growth and also, you know, manage outsized earnings. So what we've seen is with those businesses, you know, they definitely have the ability to pass through cost increases. They have a lot of pricing power relative to some other industries and maybe, um, you know, larger businesses that just don't have that ability. And also one of the key things here is these, these businesses, although smaller, you know, have a lot of available capital to them. So there's certainly a lot of opportunities from an acquisition standpoint. So, you know, during this time, even if there's a, a bit of a pullback and we find that our borrowers can take advantage of those situations and certainly execute on M&A and, and, and build up their you know, base uh, business that way. Mm-hmm. And to that point, I guess as a, a lender, what has it been like working through all of these issues with your private equity clients and borrowers? And what are you most focused on these days? Yeah, it's a very busy time. I mean, we're constantly in communication with management teams and sponsors on portfolio companies from uh, managing the current situation, whether it's operational issues or or cost increases, or oftentimes we're still very active on the M&A front. Uh, the businesses that we work with typically focus on add-on acquisitions as a meaningful growth driver. And so that business has been you know, still really strong. And so I think people view this as an opportunity to acquire really nice assets and to, to grow the base business. But you know, on companies that are facing a little bit more stress from some of the macro issues, you know, we're constantly in dialogue with them just to understand, okay, what's liquidity like? What's the forecast look like? What are you hearing from you know, your customers to understand really what, you know, the next six months is going to look like, because it's certainly an uncertain time. And in this environment, what do you think sponsors and borrowers are looking for when it comes to their lenders? And has that changed? I don't think it's changed, but it's definitely reinforced what we've known historically, that sponsors are really keen on understanding who their lenders are. Can they rely on them in difficult times and in good times? making sure that there's, you know, good relationship there in case there's some sort of pullback here. So, you know, that's always been really important for us as relationship lenders, especially in the lower middle market. Uh, we found that sponsors are are very, very focused on who they're partnering with and, you know, what kind of, what they can expect from groups or lenders um, in a situation of distress. And then secondly, on the new business front, on new transactions, we continue to see even more emphasis on execution, speed to close, making sure you do what you say you can do, and really coming through on the commitments that you've you know, engaged on to date. And then looking ahead toward the end of the year, you know, what is your outlook for the balance of 2022? And perhaps what are you expecting to see through the, the rest of the year? Yeah, the second half of 2021 was a very interesting time. It was, it was extremely you know, busy from a new deal standpoint and also from an add-on standpoint. So I don't think anybody's really expecting that to play out again, but it could continue to be a strong year here, depending on how this all plays out. I mean, I think new LBOs are probably going to be down a bit, but overall, there's there's still enough transaction volume out there, you know, for the right industries and the right situations where, you know, it could end up being a more kind of quote-unquote normalized year like we would see, you know, pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. And any any trends you've observed, um, in particular around the the lower middle market and the types of of deals that are moving forward. 
Yeah, we've definitely seen a pullback from cyclical industries, like I had mentioned earlier. That that seems to be a pretty broad theme, and and also you know sponsors are are being a little bit more careful about how much leverage they're putting on transactions, just given some of the uncertainty. So we're seeing you know, a little bit more issuer friendly terms and leverage levels, which is certainly um, a, a nice thing for some of us in the lower middle market. Uh, world, it's nice for us to see that. But you know, overall, it's been pretty consistent. Where we see sponsors really valuing, you know, Unitron products, speed of execution, and certainty to close. All right. Well, we'll leave it there for today, Chris. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. All right, Katie. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Middle Market Growth Conversations. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the podcast in Apple Podcasts or on Spotify to make sure you never miss an episode. And if you liked what you heard today, please give us a rating and write a review. It really does go a long way in helping other listeners find out about us. This podcast is produced by the Association for Corporate Growth, the largest membership association for middle market M&A and corporate growth professionals. We host networking events across the world. We publish magazines and special reports and much, much more. Learn more about the benefits of membership at acg.org and consider joining us as a member. Last thing, if there is a topic you want to hear us talk about on this podcast, a guest you think would be great, or even if you just have some general feedback you want to share, we would love to hear about it. Please send us a note to editor at acg.org. Thanks again for listening. 